Hello and welcome back to OT Talk with Mr. T. I'm your host, Mr. T. Sorry that the series is a little choppy the past few weeks. Some days on, some days off. We have a lot of Jewish holidays until we get over the hurdle of the holidays. God willing, we get through them, we enjoy them, and we live them. And once we can, we'll get back and try to record when we can. But thanks for sticking with us. And we're still in the topic of Let's Talk Classroom Objects. We're going to swing over to not objects that we see in every school, but that I wish we saw in every school, namely those of yours, those of utensils, forks, knives, and spoons, talking about how to use them, not just with eating, but different activities to get kids and to get people alike of all ages used to using the idea of a spoon and a fork and a knife, not just in eating, as we mentioned, but in other activities, just to get them used to it and accustomed to it. Of course, it's amazing to use it for ADLs of eating and IADLs of preparing food, of getting the food ready. But we're going to talk about some interesting ideas and how to use these different objects and talk about not just regular forks and spoons and knives, but different types that are around. Questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome at MaximumTEE at Yahoo.com. And of course, I'm your host, Mr. T. So let's start with forks. Let's talk classroom objects forks. Unfortunately, in the DOE and the Board of Ed, we don't always get all the utensils. I think they're worried about uh, safety or whatnot, but the spork that they give us with the meals, which is like rounded like a spoon, but the edges have the little fork edges is really the worst of both worlds. In my opinion, I hate a spork. I think it's the worst of everything. It's not a good spoon and it's not a good fork. So you're giving me a terrible spoon and a terrible fork and you're combining it together and you're expecting kids to use that and be able to eat their cereal with it, which slides right off because of the edges of the fork. You're expecting them to stab their food, their chicken burger or their waffles. And that also doesn't stab it so well because it's rounded like a spoon and it's just not good. It's not this. It's not that. It's a hybrid and it's a horrible hybrid. I really wish they would bring regular forks, spoons, and knives, plasticware, and I wish that the paraprofessionals and the teachers and related services and everybody would help out, especially OT, obviously, using those forks, knives, and spoons so that kids can get real practice, real generalization, not only in mealtime of breakfast and lunch in the DOE and in public school or in private school, but also transferring it over to the home. Nobody in their home walks around giving their children sporks. I don't see any father or mother or any parent or guardian giving their children sporks. Here, Johnny, take the spork. This is the best item to use to eat with. It's really a terrible item to eat with. So let's make it more generalizable. We need them to learn the skills for the ADL, the activity of daily living, of eating, which is a fundamental, basic human need every day, three times a day, really five little meals a day. So why are we having that? So I want us to talk about the utensils, how we could at least use it at home. And when we're not in school, maybe send in some forks, spoons, and knives, plastic ones, assuming that there's support staff to help the kid use it and it's not dangerous and they're safe to use it. Maybe if we send in the forks and spoons, their own forks and spoons and knives, maybe then they could use it and then they could use it at mealtimes in school and we could generalize it. But we want the kids to be accustomed and comfortable with the forks, spoons, and knives from a very young age. Kids really should be able to self-feed themselves even Once they're a year, year and a half, they really should be able to grab it and use it. They're obviously going to be messy, which is fine. That's good. They're obviously going to get it everywhere. That's fine. We'll clean it up afterwards. But we want them to get used to it and to be self-feeders and independent as possible. It's great that kids use their fingers, but I want them 
as an OT, we really want them to use the actual utensils as much as possible. So when we're talking about forks, we're talking about eating with the forks, holding down the food while you cut with the fork, stabbing the food with the fork, and different materials you could use the fork. May the fork be with you, and we hope it's always with you. You send it with your kid to school. Your kid uses it at home, uses it wherever he goes. But this is also good for adults. If there are adults, if they're elderly, the geriatrics or middle-aged people who are not good at the fork for whatever reason, if they had a surgery or an injury, God forbid, or maybe they're just very awkward when they hold it, you know, this information is beneficial for everybody, not just for children. It seems like I always gear towards kids just because that's what I work with, but everybody could benefit, and it's really meant for everybody. So when we're using the forks, there's many different types of forks. When, when there are different conditions that a person might have, there might be different situations and different reasons for a person to use different types of forks. You could use a plastic fork, especially for a little kid in the school system. I'd recommend that. You send a metal fork in or a wooden fork in, they're going to lose it and they're not, not going to use it. And that's a lot of money. So send in the plastic. But if you want it to be more a serious situation at mealtime and you think they're ready for it, you know, there's also the rubber spoons and forks. I love those for my little kids, my one and a half year old and a three plus year old. We use the rubber ones. Those are really good. They're washable, they're reusable, and they're soft, and they're hygienic once you clean them every time, and that's what we use. But you could also have metal ones. The adults use metal ones, and there's also wood ones also. That could be for cooking preparation or whatever you want, but that's really good. There's also kid versions of the fork spoons and knives, of course, for the infant and the toddler version as well. If a person has an injury and they have tremors or they have shaking in the hands or the fingers, a lot of times we'll recommend a weighted fork. Something that's weighted means it's heavy and it, it's like weighted down. So you feel like a weight in the fork spoon. Not really a knife we're going to talk about, not really for those people, but people that have injuries like that, really we're talking about the forks and the spoons. It's going to be weighted to give it that ability to give the hand stability so it doesn't shake and it doesn't have those tremors. You know, Sam's Preston or Preston Watson, I forget the name of the company, but there are medical companies that sell these. You can probably find them at Amazon. Also, if you know someone that could benefit, that's something, an idea also. There's also a built-up fork, somebody that has like small range or their their fists are very closed when they're holding it. You you give a built-up fork, which is like a foam piece around the fork or around the spoon. You cut a hole through a piece of foam or a piece of styrofoam or the like or something that's soft and squeezable. You put the utensil through that. It builds it up and allows the kid to open up their hand a little more when they're holding it. There's also curved forks for people that don't have the range of motion, that doesn't have the ability to bend their elbow so much or bend their wrist so much. There's also universal cuff forks, and this also applies to spoons. Also, when we get to spoons, all these things apply to see this episode in relation to spoons also. A universal cuff is someone that had an injury in the spinal cord level, like we're talking even, especially if it's high up and they don't have use of the arm, the, the, the wrist and fingers especially, they put it around the wrist and the whole arm can move towards the mouth and then the utensil is put inside this like Velcro thing that goes around the wrist. So that's interesting. Also, you could also have Velcro on a fork and you could have a one-handed fork with the fist and you could also have a fork with a string as well. 
And there are all different types of fork that can be used. You could always look into different ones. Many different medical catalogs, medical supplies companies has these. And I can't remember the company. I thought it was Sam's Preston or Preston Watson or Hampton Medical. These are different ones. I can't remember exactly. We use them when doing research in school. Those are just different ideas for forks also. But there's also really cool stuff you could do to get kids to want to use forks and to hold the forks, not just at mealtime, getting them used to it. You can make a tulip art. There's a fork on top. And then there's the, the spread for this, for the stem of it. You can make a rooster art. You outline the rooster and spread the paint with the fork. Fork painting is very cool. Putting that fork in the paint and spreading it. You can make lion art. You could circle of the face and then press down the fork around. You can make a chicken or a chicky out of it. The yellow of it is with the fork. You can make a flower with the fork around the circle, a hedgehog and a panda with the white with the fork and crisscrossing around a porcupine I saw and dandelions with the fork and a blowfish also and the fork painting. You can make fork pirates with the painting. Also, you can make turkey forks and freestyle with the fork and go at it. Just paint with it. You could also have a curtain and tie ball to it. You could also just put the forks in the curtain if you want to spin them around and make interesting curtains. You can make a fork pendant or a corn skewer, a bulletin board using the forks. Also, spaghetti noodles, of course, is great with the forks spinning it around. That really gets them using that fork well, twisting it around. And, of course, there are many different foods that could use the fork, but we're going to stop here. We're going to come back and talk in classroom objects. Forks, of course, this could be in the home and the office as well, but we want kids at a young age to learn how to do it. That's why we're classifying it under classroom objects, forks, even though it's not always in the DOE or public schools. We would love for kids to be able to do that. So tune in next time as we do forks number two, classroom objects, here on OT Talk with Mr. T. And I'm your host, Mr. T.